0: Yeah, I have a theory about that. I okay. think the harder the game is, the more welcoming and friendly the community is. The misery. Souls, yeah. Yeah. Dark Souls is the same way. The community is super nice and 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 very like like very welcoming on Twitch. And it's really funny because like any game where it's like shared misery. Yeah. <laughs> you're out of something the community yeah. itself is like super nice because everybody I think it's just the constant like oh dude I understand that task sucks (laughs) I feel for you let me help you and and that's kind of what it is it's that shared misery of like I don't want you to suffer like I did sort of thing so like I think that's what it is
1: Tarducks, a podcast for content creators to come on and share their experiences, stories, and advice. And today I am super happy to have Smashley. Hi, i How Smashley. are you? <laughs> I'm pretty good.
0: I'm pretty good. i having a good
1: day. Awesome. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks. So what we normally do first is we start off with three rapid questions just to get the juices flowing. So are no. you ready? <laughs> sure. All right, here we go. So if you can sit down with anybody in the world... Past or present, who would you like to sit down with and have a conversation with?
0: Oh, my God. Oh, God. Are you rapid-fire yeah. questions
1: like this?
0: <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um Honestly, it, I, th- I think it'd be actually like I don't like idolize Elon Musk or, or anybody, but I'd want to like I'd want to talk to him for like a bit yeah. to honestly know how he started earning all that money. Oh my God, <laughs> like, yes. I mean, to be fair, like like yep. dude, like how did you get started on that shit? Like like I mean, <laughs> yay for SpaceX and all the other shit. But right. Like 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 I just want to talk to him for a bit. Like, hey, help me out. <laughs> <laughs> all right, favorite concert you have ever been to? Um. That would be actually it was a um, small little blues concert uh actually up at uh, up in the mountains of North Carolina. Oh, wow and it was like a whole bunch of like like little uh little local blues bands yeah uh, that that play up there and it was it was amazing. Like I don't even remember their names or yeah. anything, but it was just local, and it was like honestly one of the best times I've ever oh, had. It was very cool. I love blues. Excellent. All right, and last movie you saw. The last movie I saw, um, the Gray Man on Netflix, which was okay. really cool. Was, was mine, it good? Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, yeah, it was really good. All right, cool. No, not Ryan Reynolds, uh, Ryan Gosling. Yes, Gosling. that's yeah. yeah All yeah.
1: right. So <laughs> I like action flicks. Nothing wrong with that. Did you see that one? Oh, it's on Amazon about the Navy SEALs that got one of the Navy SEAL guys. He got he gets infected or he gets injected with something and it causes like a tumor the oh like i
0: started watching it i started watching that and it was like blowing my mind because i'm like wait are they i was like is is all this happening yeah. or is he imagining it and it was it was messing with my mind really bad but yeah it was pretty good yeah that was pretty good
1: all right so who is smashly where do you come from where'd you grow up
0: <laughs> hi i'm smashly uh i actually grew up in south carolina but very very early on moved to north carolina pretty much lived here all my life and oh. uh i uh I'm Smashling. I got the nickname from uh, very old RPGs where I always grabbed a hammer. And I don't know if you... Like, I just like smashing things. I actually used to have, like, a five-foot-tall, humongous, like, hammer that I brought to, like, conventions and stuff. because (laughs) it, it, like, lit up and stuff. And it was was great, but it started falling apart after a while. But I like smashing things. And even though hammers are, honest to God, in video games, usually the worst weapon. Mm -hmm. It's almost always the worst weapon. I still like... I like the... (laughs) satisfying crunch and and smush. Things. nice
1: now have you ever gone to one of those places where you can like you know pay like so much money and then you can go into the room and you just smash stuff and break things
0: yes <laughs> i got to smash a watermelon and it was fantastic honestly it was everything i wanted it was so great like i mean watermelon chunks went everywhere and i yeah. was sticky for like a long time <laughs> but it was great it was honestly amazing oh wow
1: that's so cool um so what did you do before you started streaming
0: oh um i am actually so i have i currently have five jobs and we'll get into that but um uh, before i started streaming i actually was a um i was the cto for a medical uh company so oh, wow. i actually handled everything there but i was um i started programming uh very very early yeah. uh, my mom was a programmer she was mm-hmm. one of the like actually like you know like when they show like historical documents of them the like like, doing the punch cards yeah. and stuff, her, like, computers back in the day, Yeah, was my mom. Oh, so, wow. like, it was, yeah, yeah, she was, like, original back in the day. And so, when I was 12, I was so interested in, like, what she did for work and everything that um, I was, like, teach me this stuff. And I actually learned to write my first program, which, it was something stupid, like, converting Celsius to Fahrenheit. <laughs> um, and I wrote my first program when I was 12, so it was, oh like, kind of ridiculous. And then I... Basically, I just dabbled in it and learned stuff all the time until I went to college. I went to college for computer science and yeah. applied math, which, yes, I'm a big nerd. Oh, my um, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a huge nerd. Yeah. And um, I went to college for for those and uh it was really funny though because i went to college and i barely learned anything oh, i am no. not gonna lie I, I like got the piece of paper and it was like hey look look what i did yeah <laughs> and, and that was about it there was a few classes where i learned stuff but for the most part my mom had taught me so yeah. much that like college was just like here's all the stuff you know mm-hmm. so i got out of there and um hunted for jobs for a while yeah. it was bad for a while and then i landed this programming job and worked my way up the ranks and yeah and that sort of thing and then the funny part is, I was CTO of this company. I was doing great, Yeah. fun. I hated my like job. Oh, like, 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 like it was. It's like I started off programming. I enjoy that, you yep. know. Like, I enjoy programming. And getting promoted to CTO was like this huge thing. I was like, this is great. But then I no longer programmed. I just yep. like you know, like yelled at people to tell them to go program. And right. I'm like, this is. I was like, I want to be doing the the stuff. Yeah. So I actually, I've been playing games for a very long time. Yeah. When I was in college, I actually, um, I played CSGO professionally. Oh, uh, wow. or not Go, uh, 1.6. Yeah. I'm so used to calling it CSGO <laughs> these days. But... <laughs> uh, I played 1.6 in Source uh, professionally. Uh, yeah. Source for like two seasons. Mm-hmm. Holy Source cow. is awful. Yeah. Um, But uh, yeah, I played, my skills are so rusty at shooters yeah. these days, though. <laughs> it's so bad. It's, it's so funny to know where I came from and then yeah. here, but now, um, but actually, flunked a semester in college because I was playing professional. <laughs> yeah, I'm not kidding. <laughs> like it eats so much time. Yeah, like it is such a time commitment. Oh wow! So going back a little further, when
1: what were some of the first video games you played? Were they, like on PC? Were you on a console? Back I played then?
0: Atari. Oh, like excellent. that's how long I've been playing video games. Yeah, <laughs> I played Atari. My grand, uh, my grandfather on my dad's side had an Atari and oh. that was like it was like my first like major experience of video games and it was asteroids i love asteroids still to this day nice um but uh then my parents uh, i begged them for a nintendo yeah uh, when it came out the nintendo entertainment system yeah. and i got like all the peripherals yeah like all oh, the glove! Like, I got and... the gun. I had the glove. <laughs> I had the. Pe- I had the mat for like oh the track and field thing. Yeah. It was great. Yeah, like I, I loved it, and I was hooked ever since. Like oh. I've had almost every console yeah. since then, except for actually the recent ones. I just got a PS Five. I haven't even hooked it up yet. <laughs> I got it. I just got a PS Five, yeah. and uh um, but uh, yeah, I've. Owned a lot of consoles for over yeah.
1: the uh, the NES. Uh, that square rectangle com- controller was oh, so it was awful. awful. Oh it was yeah, awful. <laughs> yeah, it was awful. It was so bad. <laughs> oh yeah. god. Almost like you know, damage your hands because there's there's just sharp corners. Those, it wasn't round. Yeah yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, holding on to them constantly and going ow. Yeah, ow. but the gun, the gun still holds up to this the day. Yeah, amazing. It is pretty cool back then. <laughs> now,
1: over the years, what are some of those games before you know CS? What were some of the games that stuck out that like you know you look back like they were they were fun games?
0: Um, I there's like three that really stuck out. Yeah. two of them were like for me. And that's Final Fantasy 7 and Final Fantasy Tactics. Yeah. I adore both of those games so much. Um, but the other one was actually, and this was like, this was how I got started in the streaming, so this is actually interesting. Um, one of the games that really stuck out for me was uh, Super Smash Brothers. Yeah. And that was because I have two older brothers, and mm-hmm. I have my dad, who, you know, like, all play video games, honestly. And, but like, I was always the one that was like, a little bit better than my brothers oh, and my dad. Okay. Uh, and so when we would play, basically we would all get together and we'd have like family night and my mom would just watch and laugh yeah. at us. But um we'd have family night and we'd play Super Smash Bros. like the original on the in uh, 64 Yeah. And we'd play, play it nonstop like all the time. Like it was, it was like, it was multiple nights a week. And, uh but after a while, my brothers and my dad got tired of me beating their asses. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. They got tired of me beating their asses. Yeah. And so they stopped like, and so I had to start going easier on them and Aww. like that sort of thing. And I got better and stuff. And so, the uh the interesting thing is like that was actually one of the driving motivations for me yep. to start streaming is I wanted more people to play with right. I wanted people I could play against and not feel bad if I started beating them or yep. give me a challenge I I yearn for a challenge in okay. games I yearn for it so <laughs> bad and so that was actually one of the reasons I started
1: streaming ah so now when did you discover CS before you streamed or Wait, way before I streamed oh, okay.
0: Twitch what? wasn't even a thing okay then. yeah so i think wh- it was some tv then or if yeah. it was anything
1: yeah what was your path to see C- like did you play for other first person shooters or was really cs was that first first dive into that genre
0: i am playing like some single-player shooters and stuff like that um but yeah it was a uh, it was a friend of mine uh i was actually really good at fighting games for a while oh, okay uh that was actually my thing for for a long time and I actually my first foray into any like esports anything was me winning a mortal Kombat tournament a oh. mortal Kombat 2 tournament like oh, wow. way way back um and that was like my first taste like i can win money from playing games like oh what Lord. is going on um and so that was actually my first taste of like any esports and then my friend um who i'd played against he was like one of the few people i like i'd fight against and fighting games and how i got good at them yeah Uh, he was really good too (laughs) he played in the same tournament i managed to beat him for like it was like you know like student becomes master yeah (laughs) (laughs) it was great um but um that was like my first foray into it but then he goes hey i got this new mod for half-life is what he said. Because yeah. I got this new mod for Half Life, and he hands me a burnt CD. You know, like if you <laughs> yep. were back in those days. Oh yeah. The, this burnt CD. is just labeled CS on it, and um, <laughs> I probably have that CD around here somewhere. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. I keep it for. It's one of the few things I keep for sentimental value. But, yeah. Um, but on it is a, like, beta. The only thing on it is a single EXE that is the beta install for, like, Counter-Strike. And at yeah. the time, you didn't have to pay for it. It was just a mod for Half-Life. And I jumped into it, and I was like, this is awesome. Because it was like, at the time, CS was, like, sort of, like, most shooters were just, like, pick up a gun and go. Right. And I loved the, like, money. Like, mm-hmm. it was almost, like, RPG-esque shooter. And I was yeah. like, wow, oh, this is great. And I dived into it hard hard yeah. really bad <laughs> really really bad played it all throughout uh through most of my college until I had to quit honestly oh. I had to quit because I flunked I actually flunked <laughs> and I had to uh, make up my grades and like summer classes oh, to wow. get back in and stuff it was really bad it was really bad but I ended up with two degrees and Excellent. made it out and got an awesome job and then started streaming
1: and now back before so you played cs now where did the whole pro thing how did you you know what was that path your first tournaments and whatnot and you know it
0: was it was really interesting actually because so i was in college and my ra (laughs) my ra was uh playing counter-strike and so there was like this like dorm sort of like like we would you know people would just get on and like we you know play counter-strike and it's really funny because like we were all in the same dorm like it was the thing and so um, my RA actually <laughs> played Counter Strike, and and then so we started like playing. Um, we started playing together, and then and then he was like, "Oh, I have some buddies," and I was like, "Okay, all right, well let's 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 get some buddies," and so yeah. we kind of formed this like little team, and uh, and then we signed up for um, at the time it was the Cyber Athlete League, <laughs> okay. Uh if you had played back then, and we signed up for for that, and then we started making our way through the ranks and oh, it was wow. really like we're like we're winning and uh it was really weird because we had like a playbook and everything like we were we were it was really bad and then we got a um oh, I have a really cool thing to show you actually okay um, we got our first sponsor, and I have actually like i still use it literally to this no day way. I use a stupid mouse pad um. <laughs> Well, like I said, slightly sentimental. But this is really interesting. This is our first sponsor. This is the first thing they gave us. They gave us these, like, frosted glass mouse pads. Oh, wow. And at the time, they were like... It's supposed to help your laser mice, like your optical <laughs> mice, like like react faster and all this sort of stuff. And it probably doesn't, honestly. Yeah. But here's an interesting interesting thing about this company. This is called Icemat. Mm-hmm. And you may know them today by Steel Series. Oh, They're, no this way. Is actually, what they started out as is just a company that makes these weird glass <laughs> mouse pads. Get out. That's and so cool. So, yeah. And so they were technically our first sponsor. And then yeah. we got sponsored by NVIDIA and Holy crow. and that was really awesome for a bit and i got to go to the cpl uh and we got decimated know. <laughs> <laughs> we went and lost oh. uh, it was and and honestly that was like the spelling of the end for me like, honestly yeah. it's like okay this is the big thing and then we went and we got absolutely was not.
1: there that much of a difference
0: between that level of play and so I mean, we were you're... already playing against these teams yeah like regularly like the ones we went to to play against we were yeah. already playing against them regularly throughout the season and stuff and we were doing okay but i think like it was and we had done tournaments and stuff too and back then by the way if anybody had, was in esports back then they understand that We didn't get paid really. Like, we were pro gamers, right? Like, we were slightly paid, but it was literally like our sponsors were taking everything. They were, we got screwed over so bad back then. Like, all of us who like paved the way for esports, like, we got screwed over so bad. And like, I look at some of the esports people these days, I'm like, you are making so much (laughs) like money and stuff. Like, like, you guys are like, you guys haven't made like what is going on? Um, But yeah, we got, we got decimated. And I think it was just like, it was like, it was so much pressure because it was the event. Okay. And you know, it was like, at the time that was like, at the time the CPL was like the biggest event of like all esports. Yeah. Like all the games were there that everybody was playing. All the, all the esports athletes were there. It was, it was where everything happened every month and, or or every year in Texas. And I was like, all right, well, you know, let's, (laughs) we were like, we have to show up. And then we showed up and, yeah. Found out. <laughs> <laughs> and now, were you still having fun playing the game at that point or was no. it? No, it was just, no, yeah. no. And it, it really like, I like, if anybody was like, I want to get, I want to be a pro gamer these days. I, I actually like, I try, like I try to warn them and make them understand like legitimately, like you're going to be playing the same game every yeah. day, day in, day out, eight to 12 hours a day. And if you don't, you lose yeah. <laughs> and that's it. Like if not more and, yeah. and I was like, if the idea that you literally can't spend time playing another game right now, doesn't sound great to you or if the idea of playing this game for the next five years or something doesn't sound great to you. Don't get into yeah. it.
1: Now, do you think this, that experience is part of the reason why you ended up in the variety path of, of
0: streamers or content? Absolutely. creators? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah but the funny part is being a variety streamer is like one of the hardest things you can do on twitch yeah it's 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 awful (laughs) it's actually (laughs) awful um i think you asked like some of your previous uh people that um what is a thing that you would recommend for new streamers yeah and um you're you're getting ahead of me (laughs) don't be a variety streamer (laughs) yeah is, is literally it like i would say um I would say like pick a game, find a game and stick to it and make sure it's one that you enjoy yeah. and that you enjoy for a very long time because build a community around like that game yeah. and that sort of thing. So, like then, you've done Tarkov. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: And then branch off, get your community, get your base exactly. and then roll into something because like you said, being a variety streamer, nobody's going to find you amongst 10 other pages of variety
0: streamers. And every, every day you're just changing a game. Yeah. Yeah. People, yeah. people, people tune into Twitch for a particular game and then they'll be like, Oh, that's my streamer for that game, yeah, sort of thing. Like exactly. they, they want to watch a particular game.
1: <laughs> and now what game did you start streaming with?
0: Um I actually okay, so I actually started streaming with Warframe. Okay. And um, so Warframe was my game to get started with. Um yeah. I actually found twitch through dota oh <laughs> I wow was, i was like said, i was still doing competitive stuff and yeah you know i was i was really big into the international which by the way is it. the this year's is coming up in like two days or something oh, i wow. still watch it i still <laughs> watch it but i found twitch through through the international it's like one of the first things i'd ever seen on twitch yeah so i was like hey watch Do- the the big million dollar i think it was a million dollars back then now it's like tens of millions wow um and they were like watch it on twitch i'm like the hell is twitch um and so i go watch it i'm like this is really cool and then at the time i was playing a lot of warframe i was like "Ooh, i wonder if they have my game that i'm playing on here and this is what i mean like people tune into twitch for a particular game yeah and um so i go and i look up warframe i'm like oh my god look at all these people playing warframe this is cool and so i obviously click on the very first person yeah and um it was this streamer. He, he sadly doesn't stream anymore. Um, But it's a streamer called King Radnoff, mm-hmm. And he was playing and he was just like entertaining and talking to chat and all this other stuff. And I was like, and literally the first day I'm watching this, I'm like, this is great. I love this. Like, yeah, like hanging out in this community. And like, you know, like, I got to jump into a game with him on like day one or something. Oh, and wow. I was like, this is so cool. I was like, <laughs> I like this. I was like, and I realized I could do this. I was mm-hmm. like, you know, I could stream. And because I actually have experience djing my dad okay so so i helped him out like a lot of times like doing his little dj gigs and stuff and so like i was already comfortable on a microphone i was comfortable like entertaining people if you will and i i saw like that's exactly what he's doing but he's playing game and entertaining and i was like ooh, cool i was like i could probably do this and months later i think i i think i found them like said the international was somewhere around like september october somewhere around there and a few months later um that december i started streaming and that was almost eight years ago (laughs) get out that was
1: my question like when you when would this all happen so you were on the cusp of basically that's so cool and now back then you know i can't imagine the tools you have now you know being a streamer you know there were yeah.
0: i actually wrote my own um chat bot oh, uh, so nowadays nowadays everybody just like subscribes to the common ones like yeah. stream elements or Streamlabs mm-hmm. or whatever but i actually like all the ones back then were awful yeah. <laughs> they were really bad and so i just like i was a programmer i wrote my own and then like, there's like 10 other streamers or somebody yeah. who used my bot for a while oh, no. and i was just like you know like i don't like their bot and i actually ended up programmer yeah. Uh, making my bot really unique and making like a whole video game that people would play and oh, chat cool. and earn items by watching the stream and yeah. stuff. It was the first iteration of one of the channel points that are now, oh, now all across Twitch. So yeah. I actually had programmed something similar to that into my bot. And then pretty much everything we all did back then, yeah. like hype trains. I actually still have like a hype meter on my screen. <laughs> the more people type hype and chat, it yeah. goes up sort of thing. Um, but like all these things that Twitch has like normally now, we mm-hmm. all had to invent. That oh lord. So like mult like squad streaming, multi-streams yeah. and stuff like that, like all programmed and stuff, third party tools that we've all used. And now Twitch is like, no, it's a part of the platform. Yeah. And now what about like mod like
1: were there tools for mods or did you even have mods back then?
0: I didn't have any mods starting obviously. Oh, um, yeah. but I actually got some mods pretty quick because yeah. I grew really fast on Warframe. Oh, wow. Warframe was kind of popping off at the time. Yeah. I got on Warframe and this this blows a lot of people's minds, especially these days, but I was partnered in seven months. Uh Holy after cool. so yeah, I've I've been partnered for a really long time. <laughs> so um I was actually partnered in seven months and um a lot of it was due to like like I like by seven months I had like a hundred viewers. Yeah um and I was already like, I was like, holy crap! I don't know what to do <laughs> <laughs> with my life. Um, and it was really funny because, like I said, I I told you before, I started streaming because I just wanted to find some other people to like play with. Yeah. Um. And I was like, man, I just I just wanted like like some people to hang out with and and, yeah. and play these games and and be on like a similar like passion for video games because yeah. like you know you have your friends around you and stuff and they may play games but they're you know, they're not gamers. Right. That passion <laughs> you know I mean? is not there. You yeah, can't yeah, you can't geek kind of out awesome. talking about this game or that game or anything exactly, like that. Exactly. Yeah. So like suddenly finding a whole bunch of people that were like interested in the same game I was, which at the time was working. Yeah. Um, like put me in this boat of like, okay, sweet, we can we can hang out and play games and yeah, do all this stuff. And
1: oh my yeah. god. And now back then when you got your partner letter notification. Was it as big as it is today for a lot of people
0: or was it? Oh wow, okay <laughs> I'm gonna i to explain bigger. All because right. Affiliates and stuff today kind of wow. know it's coming. Yeah. You know, like like they somewhat don't because they still have to apply and they still get rejected like yeah. automatically, pretty much. By the way, if you guys apply for partner and you get your first thing rejected, don't worry, I applied six times. <laughs> everybody, everybody literally gets rejected on the first time, besides like very, very slight cases. So don't even worry about that. Keep applying. Keep trying to do it. And honestly, like, like, word your letter really good. Okay. And that's what got me in. Is actually I like reworked my whole letter to explain because basically Twitch wants to invest in you, and they want to know that you're going to make them more money. Basically, they're a company, and so literally trying to tell them like, no, I plan to do this for a very long time, and and this is my growth like plan and stuff like that. They're going to be like, okay, yeah, let's partner this person. Right. <laughs> so, um. That was actually kind of what got me partnered. I mean, I had the numbers. I had the stuff yeah. like that. and um But being a partner back then was huge. Like, it wasn't like the, you know, hundreds of thousands of partners or whatever they were. Right, saying. yeah. It was it a was dime a dozen. And and if you were partnered, you had, like, this huge status symbol of, like, like oh, th- like, there wasn't a check mark or anything yeah. like that. There was nothing along those lines. It was just, like, they're partnered. You can sub to them, like. Affiliates didn't have a sub button or anything like that. Like you had to earn your money through like the only method was like PayPal. Yeah, that was it. Oh my god, just just donate. There was no bits. There was no like if you weren't a partner, you didn't have subs. Yeah, and so the funniest part though was I didn't know I got partnered. (laughs) (laughs) I had no idea. Um, I had applied. Yeah, and I like I was waiting to hear back from them, right? And uh one of my friends knew i was he friends with twitch staff knew i was getting partnered before i got partnered and so the funniest thing is i was like getting my stream ready and suddenly like suddenly it says like mob lord subscribed and i was like excuse me like what is happening (laughs) and and uh, suddenly, like at, like everybody start like I started getting subs like crazy, and I was oh just, like, I God. don't know what's happening. And because like Twitch staff would bring their people by and stuff, so oh, like shoot. back then, getting partnered was just like suddenly you had a sub button and people just go crazy, oh,
1: and wow. it was
0: great. It was like a big celebration almost, like, like holy yeah. crap, I'm partnered. And, partner, and then you have like <laughs> the other streamers, you know, bring their communities yeah. by and stuff. So oh. it was really cool. And did they have raids back then? You had to manually do it. Oh, so okay. like that was how it got started. It was like back then it was, there was hosting. There mm-hmm. was hosting, but raiding was literally like, Hey guys, everybody go over there and like spam their chat yeah. and then hang out there for the rest oh, of the day. God. And that was how you do it. And I still read that way. Yeah. I still like, I use Twitch's function, but I still have people like go over there and like flood their chat with blue yeah. notes and hammers and things. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And now, what was the toughest thing
1: about streaming back then and and then will you know, and then what's tough about today or you know it's similar
0: Um I think I think back then it was it was this like how can I say it
1: some people described it as the wild west
0: It was. It very much was. Like, there was this like insane fluctuation and like everything. Like, what was good? What was how like how your numbers were or something like that? And like, there was just like, it's crazy back then. But the one thing that you like, I like kind of like long for compared to today's is the discoverability. There was infinitely less people streaming, which means that there was just that more opportunity for new people to find you. Yeah. And that not being there today is because there's so many people streaming does make it incredibly hard for anyone new to get started. Yeah. And so it was like looking at old directories, a busy directory at the time was like 20 people streaming to it. So, oh, wow. so it's like now you look at a directory and there's like thousands upon thousands of people streaming to it if it's a busy directory. Right. So.
1: And then, and today, what is you know what would you think the you know a,
0: a, another tough thing or difficult thing about you know going live? Um, I think today's market is way worse because back then, you really only had to specialize in Twitch. Yeah. And today's market is you need to be on every social media platform. You have to be on every platform pretty much at the same time posting. Yeah everything to everywhere so people can consume you right. like that's what your job is basically as a Twitch streamer is like you're you're giving basically a part of your life to, to entertain other people yeah that
1: that's very good yeah <laughs> and what has been the highlight looking back from when you first went live to today what has been a couple of the highlights that really stick out for you
0: um so uh, here's some interesting information. Oh, I love this. <laughs> I, I, um, I averaged around, like, 150 viewers or so. That's pretty much been my average for, honestly, years. Yeah. But I have fluctuated from incredible lows, <laughs> like, on certain games. I've had, like, 30 viewers. And yeah. I'm just like, well, I shouldn't play this game <laughs> ever again. And then I've had other days where I've had 20,000 viewers. Oh, my God. With, without raids and stuff like that. Because, like, I've... I've done some really cool stuff on Twitch in 8 years. I mean, after 8 years you end up doing really cool stuff. Yeah. Um, but like my competitive nature drove me over these years to like set world records. Um, yeah. so I've set like nine world records in no video Yeah. Yeah. Um so Oh, do tell them, what are some of them? <laughs> three of them in Warframe. Yeah. Uh, one of them got beat. Um one of them still stands. I have no idea how it does, but it's the longest Kuva survival in Warframe basically one of the hardest survival missions you can do mm-hmm. and the four of us uh we did it actually on the front page of twitch that was one of the times i had like twenty thousand viewers wow. and we did on the front page of twitch it was eight hours and like oh my I god think, i think that record i it still stands at like eight hours and like two minutes or something like that and it was one of the most intense moments i've ever had in gaming is those eight hours and like having to manage like bathroom breaks <laughs> oh, and stuff it Lord. was yeah very intense um I'm actually, it's really interesting. I've set all these world records in like speed running and stuff yeah. like that, Dark Souls and Anthem and stuff like that. But I've never. I've never really been super proud of them. Like yeah. they've been awesome moments when they happened, but I've never been super proud of them because for me, a lot of the world records I set are like on Anthem. And no one plays that anymore. It's that game. So yeah. I'm just kind of like, well, you know, it was a world record, I guess, at the time, but no one was playing it. Yeah. Or like my world record in Dark Souls is on a very particular weird speed run yeah. that no one runs. It's it's on the hardest difficulty at the lowest level. And that's my speed run. It's okay. like two hours on Max New Game Soul Level One in Dark Souls. But no one runs that <laughs> because it's hard as shit. And <laughs> and I just I guess I'm a masochist. So so some of the things I, I really enjoyed has been that. And then actually recently, um, one of the things I really enjoyed was I, like I said, I, I still average like 150 viewers. But like yeah. a few months ago uh, when New World came out, right? Yeah. I was averaging a 1,000 mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, for, for weeks, for yeah. weeks, uh, because I was like highly invested in it. People were like tuning in to watch all the wars and the strategies I was doing for like our whole companies and everything. Yeah. and. And people still come by my stream and go, oh, you're the new world girl. And I'm like, <laughs> sure, I guess yeah. I, I'll take it. Sure. <laughs> so um, that's been some of the, my, my favorite moments. Yeah. Oh, that's so And, and that... I still remember the day I realized that I could get paid to do this. Yeah. And that is when chat bought me this dining room table. Actually. No way. Yeah. <laughs> oh I that's... didn't have a dining room table. I didn't have anything to eat off of. Yeah. And it was like a few months into streaming, and I was like, I, I was like, I'm eating off my couch. Right. <laughs> and they're like, they're like, what? And like, let's get you a table. And they <laughs> like funded it in one stream or something. And so I got this table oh, back here.
1: in have Isn't it amazing? The. How your communities and not just your communities, but other stream content creator communities just come together and they'll do anything for you guys, you know? Oh, yeah. and, and and likewise, you guys are there to help them and the relationships you build over years.
0: Yeah. I like I like I like the the circle of it. So like chats given me like this stuff, you know, yeah. like they've given me some of these like tons of shoes. I've I collect shoes. <laughs> <by the way. laughs> it's a really, really <laughs> crazy one. Like these ones up here yeah. have dragons on them. Oh, okay. Um, which are really, really awesome and stuff. But like chats give me like tons of stuff, but I love giving back too. So like, I like doing St. Jude and stuff. And like the other day um, in the Tarkov community, actually um, like one peg or something, one peg was met some guy randomly in a raid and ended Mm -hmm. up like going, oh, you stream. And the guy was like super nice. Well, I'm not sure if you heard the story or whatever. And and I was there and we all went over to this guy stream. He was like, and and we just started throwing money at him like <laughs> because he was super nice in game it was yeah. like over the top nice you're like dude you don't have to do he was helping uh one peg get the Gren- grenadier okay yeah done. and he was literally like no no like we can go find you a nade so you can kill me <laughs> and you're like dude, what? and they spent 10 minutes running around yeah like reserve looking for a nade so he could kill him and oh. i'm just like dude you don't have to do this and and so people started going like throwing money at him, else. Like, yeah. Heck yeah, let's do it! So I went over there and dropped like 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 oh ten subs God. or something, and then everybody else started piling in, and we like ran like like this guy wasn't even streaming, and um <laughs> ran like this offline hype train on him. Yeah. And. And he got so overwhelmed. He was like, he started his street. He like started it to thank yeah. everybody because he like, not oh, that many followers wow. and everything. And so we were like a slightly overwhelmed, actually Twitch like flagged his payout and was like, we can't pay you right now. Oh, like something suspicious here. Like, dude, we, we did this. Right. Um, but it was really great because it turns out this guy has cancer. And, yeah. and, twitch was basically like trying to help pay for his chemo treatments oh and so god. us going over there we had no idea too we were just yeah. like trying to be nice to this guy who was nice to one big yeah and um and we went over there and did all this and basically we paid for like two or three months of his chemo treatment. oh my god and, that's so awesome. and i i love it i yeah. love that i love that sort of stuff like yeah. i've gotten invited to gcx yeah uh, like three times to raise money for them I think one time we raised twenty thousand dollars in four hours. Which That's was crazy. Nutty. I yeah. was like, this is great. I love it. Yeah. So I like the like chats, give me all this. And it's like now I can get back to yeah. like so much else. Yeah. Yeah. Like
1: I've had Clintus and Ames on and both of them part of the GCX. And there's so much, you know, like gamers do good things and you see the money that people have raised through GCX for Saint Jude's and gamers outreach and things like that. It's just it's really, really awesome to
0: see. It is. I love it. Yeah. Like, like honestly, like like still though, like who who beats Lupo? Oh like, my god. Yes. You can't beat that man. Yeah. Like, no. Nope. Jesus yeah. is like, oh, do we need to raise money? Hold on a Yeah, happen. hold my beer. Let's go. <laughs> hold my beer. <laughs> yes, <laughs>
1: exactly. So now when did you start transferring off of Warframe into other games? When did that variety start? And did you just go, um, you know, one day, all right, let's play honestly? This?
0: it was honestly after i like set that first world record yeah um because i got bored i have like thousands of hours in that game and i i don't play it anymore because i've like at this point i've like beat it in my mind you know i've done everything i wanted to do with it yeah and and i've you know thousands of hours but that was kind of it like all right let me let me try something else i jumped into dark souls yeah set a world right there. <laughs> and, then, and then i um and at that point i started i was warframe and dark souls for mm-hmm. a really long time and then i started playing just a whole host of games at yeah. that point i i remember switching to try the witcher for the first time yeah and that's one of those games where i had like 20 viewers oh, No, was, it was like the witcher 2 <laughs> and i was like oh god this is this is awful i was like how do you do variety streams at all Like, yeah. how, did, how does this survive and finally figured out you know like some formulas to yeah. make things better but um, um, and uh, did you know th-
1: th- th- how did your community did you keep a consistent community the same name stayed with you at that point because they liked who you were and how you streamed and, and just the vibe of the community
0: um i've had like i've had some mods and viewers that are still around. Yeah, um, absolutely. But I mean, it's been eight years, so wow. like there are there are people. Like a lot of my very first subs are are gone. But I still have like every month on like the fourteenth is yeah. my like resub days. So okay, like, the rollover day of of whenever <laughs> whenever I originally got partnered. Yeah, but I have like three guys that come in every single time on the fourteenth. If I'm streaming, if I'm not streaming on the fourteenth, they're there on the fifteenth. Yeah. And they were day one subs, and they still continue to sub to me. I'm just like, that's blowing my mind. And not just sub, you yeah. know, like it's not just like, "Oh sub and leave it, right and That's where. They still show up and like share the sub yeah. every single month. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, y'all are fantastic. dedicated. <laughs>
1: And now over the years, what like you know, what are some of the games that stuck out that like, oh my God, I can never play that game again because it was just a slow, just nobody
0: showed up. Like Witcher Two you said is one of them. Any other ones that Would stick out? Very bad. Uh there's a game I'll never play, but not because of bad viewership. Yeah. I had amazing viewership on it. I don't want to ever play this game ever again. And I highly recommend no one ever playing it ever again, which is I Wanna Be the Boshi. And that game is literally designed to cause pain oh and i i the two times i played it i the only time the only reason i played it is because i raised a lot of money for charity it was a goal yeah and at this point though i don't even want to do it for charity anymore it's that painful i oh, hate it no. so much it's literally like the the guy who wrote it designed it to make people infuriated oh, God. um it's base. it's a platformer with Unforgiving rules. Okay. Unforgiving rules. Like it, absolutely. Like you miss by like a tiny pixel. And yeah. You, you have to start over. <laughs> oh, <that laughs> it's, it's really awful. Yeah. It is. Um and so I actually, like, set a goal or something. I was like, unless somebody throws $10,000 at me as one lump sum donation, I'm not playing this game. <laughs> it's just not happening. I was like, that might be the one case. I was yeah. like, okay, all right, yeah, I
1: can do it for that. And what game has, is there a couple of games that really stick out as you just
0: really, you know,
1: when you fire that up, you know it's a good time?
0: Um, Right now, Path of Exile. Yeah. I've been... Super addicted to Path of Exile, and I regularly do. I I get addicted to Path of Exile pretty bad. Um, so we're playing that right now. Yeah. Uh, but that, that always comes in spurts because yeah. you get tired of it. Yeah. Um, I think I saw you also play Star Citizen too. I do. I played Star Citizen. That's a very beautiful long game, time. isn't it? I it is incredible, and I love that. Like the Tarkov community is kind of discovering it as well because yeah. it's it's become more Tarkov-like. Yeah. There's like loot and stuff, and like you die, you drop all of it. And so, yeah. so it's very it's very space Tarkov. um and uh we uh i play that a lot i've actually played that uh for a very long time um there's a lot of broad it's really interesting there's a lot of broadcasters that like play star system as one of their main games and Mm -hmm. i introduced them to it it's like like (laughs) dj Knight is one of my teammates on the flagship yeah i was one of the people that are like dj you need to play this game i see you playing elite dangerous but like this is right up your alley, too. And he ended up checking out. I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> um, and he plays that as like one of his that's his top stream game, I think, of all time. Now. Yeah. So oh, wow. hilarious. Um, and there's other like interesting tidbits, like um, I'm pretty sure you interviewed Miss Magpie, right? I trying to get her. Everybody's not. Right I, oh, I think okay. she's shy. So but, but she is. But here's a really interesting tidbit about Mag. Um, she She actually watched me for a really long time back on Twitch before she started streaming. Oh, no way. And she won a keyboard from one of my giveaways or something. And she used it for like the longest time while streaming. And I just like. It was so funny because like she, she's now like super popular. She's more popular than I am. And I'm just like, I'm super happy for her. Like so incredibly happy for her because it's like, she used to hang out and watch my stream and want a keyboard. And now she's like big big dogs, Tarkov streamer. I'm like, heck yeah, man. (laughs) Absolutely.
1: And it's one of the things I've noticed that, you know, since I came into the, you know, the Tarkov community and just in general, it just seems so everybody, there's no real competition. Everybody is just there to help and support everybody else, whether it's, you know, the low, low people just getting started out or the high, you know, the people who've been around for a while, they mix it up
0: and it's really nice to see. Yeah, I have a theory about that. I think the harder the game is, the more welcoming and friendly the community is. The misery, yeah. Yeah, Dark Souls is the same way. The community is super nice and, and 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 very, like, like very welcoming on Twitch. And it's really funny because, like, any game where it's, like, shared misery... Yeah. You're out <laughs> of something, yeah. The itself is, like, super nice. Because everybody... I think it's just the constant, like oh, dude, I understand. That task sucks. (laughs) I feel for you. Let me help you. And and that's kind of what it is. It's that shared misery of, like, I don't want you to suffer like I did sort of thing. So, like, I think that's what it is. I think that's what makes Tarkov community and, like, the Dark Souls community. There's another game I was playing recently that was incredibly hard and the community was just like oh no you got this you could do it <laughs> i'm just like why are you guys so nice like it's like uh, other communities are like get good scrub learn right, to dodge. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh. now are there what are there any games you're looking forward to coming out and playing um there's a lot i i can't think right now um i oh oh, let me mention one there's a game i'm really looking forward to it's called ramen and it comes out in open beta tomorrow and the reason why i'm (laughs) like this is because i'm a dev for it um i'm i'm a game dev for a game called ramen it's r-a-w-m-e-n and it sounds like a porn game and it's not it's it's a bunch it's a bunch of half-naked dudes which sounds like a porn game um (laughs) throwing soup at each other it's a play on words so all of the, it's a third person shooter that's uh all of the weapons and everything are food oh, it's no a way. food pun game so everything is food so you throw naruto cakes at people <laughs> and you chuck soup and throw tomatoes and everything and it's like i've loved developing for it yeah. um i've been doing it for like two and a half years and i cannot believe it's hitting open beta tomorrow wow uh friday i don't know when this podcast is yeah. releasing so, so that's uh tomorrow uh we're going into open beta and i'm super nervous and that's where my brain is at oh. right now it's just like we're releasing tomorrow yeah <laughs> where? how did you end up getting
1: connected up and hooked up with those guys
0: oh yeah that's it a, that's a great story. so i i mentioned before i have five jobs yeah uh, I hate having five jobs, <laughs> but but I'm a bit of a workaholic, and I I chase dreams. Um, I I like I've always wanted to make games because I've played them for so long. Yeah. So it's always been a game, uh, a passion of mine, especially as a programmer. Already, it's like, hey, I have the skill set. Let's make games. Yeah. Um. So that's one of my things. The other one has been streaming. I didn't realize that was going to be one of my dreams until I started doing it, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I love this. I absolutely love it. Um, and uh,
1: blah, blah, blah. how'd you get started with ramen
0: oh yeah so i was um i was actually making a game on twitch <laughs> <laughs> i was i was i was developing live on yeah. twitch and um i was making like a a twitch integrated pirate ship game so you can play like actually on screen by typing in chat Okay. um so like similar similar to like a lot of the games where it's like twitch plays dark souls and then all of chat is like trying to control the one guy yeah instead of that you had your like own person on the screen and you can control from chat and everybody's like playing against each other on pirate ships um it was working really well and i was doing a really good job i was making progress on it and stuff like that but the the devs actually came by the screen and were like watching and yeah and i was talking about like some of the stuff that like I know and they're like I was like this is how you optimize this and they're like wait she knows what she's talking about (laughs) like like, what the heck and so they reached out to me and they're like they're like we're you know like we want to hire you for this and I was like wait really and (laughs) and they're like yeah we really do and I was like okay and um like one of my specialties is optimization um Mm -hmm. and so like literally like in the first like two weeks that I was working on ramen I had already like Completely overhauled like a major system of theirs and, and more than tripled the FPS <laughs> of, of the game. And it was just like, and the first like test runs we did after that it was really funny because like people were like, I am running it in 4K at 144 FPS and I don't know how anymore. <laughs> so, but um, ever since I've been working for them and now we're open so beta. That's awesome. I know. Oh That's my really Lord. Insane. So, now- oh yeah. And then the other passion yes. that I have is voice acting. So oh, no I one. do lots of really stupid voices, like all the time. <laughs> um, and and I, I do them on stream, and it's actually one of the reasons I I regularly don't use a camera on yeah. stream. I, I like there's like two or three days out of the week where I will or something, but like for the most part, I don't have a camera on. And it's because I like doing really stupid, silly stuff. Yeah. It doesn't quite play as well if I have a camera on. Right. So for instance, here on Okay. To do this really fast. <laughs> so if I'm in the middle of streaming and I'm just like hey hey steve can you like find the thing with the guy yeah no what no i don't want to see your pornos no i just oh need God. the thing done can you get the thing yeah thanks steve <laughs> and so like there's like stupid things like that like yeah you make stupid jokes and stuff that don't play quite as well as me going hey steve right yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's like so um I, I like I like doing the, the silly voices and stuff, and I actually um, I'm doing one of the characters' voices in Ramen, which is really oh fun that's too. cool. So, so in the in the game, I'm dev for right uh, there's voices, but there's also a whole bunch of other Twitch uh, broadcasters' voices in it. Oh uh, wow, which is really cool. So yeah, we've we've hired like almost exclusively Twitch broadcasters' to voice it.
1: so it's kind of so great. Cool to... yeah.
0: Oh, very neat. So now, if you pick play a game
1: where you got to pick three other people. Of people who oh. streamed over the years, what three people are going to join you, and what game are you guys going to play?
0: <laughs> oh man, um, you're talking like dream squad. Yeah, right? a dream squad. Okay. Yeah, you're right. picking a dream so, squad. <laughs> so it's uh, it's really interesting um, because I uh, I have a really good buddy of mine who like he actually played pro. Uh, he played pro Call of Duty back in the same era that I did and I had no idea either and so I met him through stream and like we've we've been really good friends ever since like we played one game of PUBG together and Mm -hmm. it was it was back when uh, I was partnered with them and and uh PUBG had um had like custom servers for partners and so it was when they like they're like oh we added zombie mode (laughs) and so we did like like four of us versus like an entire server of zombies like we ended up with like a full server like 100 people of zombies and oh it was four God. of us versus zombies and it was an incredible day because i had no idea he used to play like pro shooters yeah and so did i and we were also playing with like two good friends and what and dj Knight, who's like said a really good other fellow broadcaster yeah mine, and we were playing and we were just we, we won versus, like, the 96 other zombies. And it, it was, like, epic. And there's, like, a clip of it because we ran out of ammo and we were down to melee weapons. And oh my I God. won with a frying pan. And it was, like, <laughs> it was such an epic moment. And I loved it. And that was how I ended up meeting uh, my buddy Nightcap. Yeah. And he used to play uh, professional Call of Duty. And so I've actually played a few tournaments with, with Helm and stuff like that. But Helm and one of our other buddies, uh, Wake would be my other choice. And then I don't know who I'd pick for a fourth, but probably a, probably a ringer. Somebody, somebody (laughs) who's really good. We actually, it might, it would probably be a guy that we used to play Tarkov with a lot. I I haven't seen him in so long, but his name was slow and smooth. And if you ever got on comms with this guy, it was amazing because he would just be like scratch four i just killed four and you're like, what? You're like what? what you killed four dudes i heard three shots like how yeah. and, and he was always so calm about it all mm-hmm. the time he was just like i just killed four guys and you're like D- excuse me like <laughs> what's, what's it happening here um so probably him and and we probably played tarkov honestly like yeah. i um, i still love coming back to tarkov and and those guys are incredibly good and, yeah and somehow they're like, yeah, come along with this." And I'm just like, my <laughs> aim sucks these days, guys. Like, what are you talking about? Oh. Um, but it's gotten to the point where, like, um, the amount of times I played Tarkov with my buddy Nightcap yeah. is I, you play Tarkov with anybody, but you're going to shoot him eventually. Yeah. You're going to TK him eventually. Uh-huh. But now my chat refers to any time I TK somebody as Nightcapping them because <sighs> I've killed him so many times. Oh, it's really bad
1: yeah yeah that game is something else you know no other game really exposes how bad we are communicating i don't think
0: yeah no nothing nothing quite
1: does <laughs> yeah. at all yeah absolutely Pretty bad. Yeah. so now uh do you have any plans on going to TwitchCon or anything like that or have you nothing gone to many here. in the
0: past i've gone to so many cons oh, really? <laughs> so so many cons and i've had some incredible experiences yeah. honestly like i it's it's really funny because my community like shows up like, if, yeah. if you guys are watching this, like, like, fuck you guys for being so awesome. Honestly, I, I yell at them all the time and they'll, they'll, they'll appreciate it. Um, but they show up like they yeah. really do. And so there's been a couple of times where I've had like meet and greets and stuff at TwitchCon. And honestly, like, <laughs> I hate to say this because I've played games with Cream and everything and stuff. But like Cream's a way bigger broadcaster than I am, if you guys know who Cream is. Massive. He's like, like 2,000 viewers all the time. Yeah. Or 1,000 or something. I don't know it's way more than i do and anyways it's funny because at twitchcon like the last time i had like an official meet and greet i was seated next to cream and, and he he has his line of like you know like five people and yeah. mine is literally out the door oh my god and i'm like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> like i have like a tenth of this man's viewership and like it, it was just my line there were so many other huge broadcasters and i'm yeah. just sitting there going hi guys I you guys in a second. oh that is awesome so it's been really cool for that. That's bit.
1: cool. Any other uh, any other shows you go to or anything like that, or any
0: conventions? Paxton, yeah, and mostly the Paxis and, and TwitchCon. Yeah, so. oh, okay. but like um, as hopefully as more conventions open up and COVID goes away, then yeah, maybe if Ramen is doing super well, then I'll be uh, like representing them at at booths and stuff. That'd be that really would cool. be awesome.
1: Yeah. Excellent. Any plans? Uh, any goals or, or uh, big plans you have? Uh, set for you, for you this year?
0: Uh, I don't know. Right Take now, vacation. Right now, vacation would be great, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> would be. But um, honestly, I've been um, I've been really into like like fitness recently. Actually, mm-hmm. it's been really like my chat is calling me Ab mommy mommy yes oh no no, (laughs) we can't do that no let's not um so i've been i've been really into fitness recently and stuff so like honestly my goal is to like be a lot closer to like my dream body uh, by the end of the year so hopefully hope that's that's my first on the horizon but i'm also speaking of new world i don't know they've been putting out a lot of updates recently Mm -hmm. and my I'm like getting more and more tempted to go back to it. You yeah. know, <laughs> it's one of those times where you're like, mm, those updates are looking tasty. You know, like when Tarkov is like talking <laughs> right. about like this is coming up in the next patch. I'm like, <sighs>
1: Oh man. I should be <laughs> <laughs> so now, uh, what are the content creators? Do you watch anyone
0: flying under the radar? People should check out. Um, I mean, you know, Bazinga. I'm pretty sure. Oh you, yes. You, you've watched Bazinga. Actually. She's um, awesome. I, I taught her the uh, star system the other day. Oh, I no way. Yeah. <laughs> I, I actually, I, uh, I do like a uh, flight school for star system occasionally because I, I do low flying, which is like basically trick flying. Really that is so
1: cool. Route. I've seen some
0: people um, do that. Yeah. If, if you want a clip or something of it, just ask me if you want it for the, for yeah. the show. But, um, but yeah, I, I love doing that. It's, it's honestly like, it's really relaxing and also really intense. Yeah. And so flying in like tandem with other players and stuff, like I have some really cool wingmen that I fly with. Yeah. And, um, and so that's really, really crazy, like fun and stuff. But I, I taught Baz how to, oh, how to cool. play Star soon the other day. And so if you're not watching go watch her. She's awesome. Go watch Magpie. There. I watch so many broadcasters, yeah. honestly. And, um, Shout out McLaughy Taffy. He plays Isaac. Yeah. And okay. I'm really proud of him recently because uh, I'm, I'm really good friends with him. But he's, he constantly jokes about how he's fat. And I enticed him to go into the gym literally literally like two days ago. So yeah. he's, he's on like day three or something right now. And so he's struggling. He's struggling a little bad. But I'm proud of him for so making good. it that. It's not fat. easy.
1: Not easy. It's, at not, all. it's nope. not easy. Nope. Not at all. And you mentioned something earlier. Flagship. What is flagship yeah. for those that don't know Oh, yeah, I'm a
0: manager of <laughs> um, That's my other job. That's one of my other jobs. Um, so the flagship is a broadcasting team. There's eight broadcasters of us um, on the flagship. And we, um, we're we basically just a collection of partner broadcasters that play a variety of games. Uh, a lot of space-oriented games. We have a lot of space people. Um, but it's basically Dos Valdez, who actually covers a lot of these SpaceX launches and everything. If oh, wow. you're watching footage on YouTube or Twitch of, like, of a rocket launch it you're probably watching footage from dos honestly he's he actually has like like he's gone way down that route like he used to just play kerbal space program all the time yeah. and but now he's like he has like press passes and stuff for oh rocket God. launchers it's really cool like it's, it's exceptionally cool um, and then we have DJ Knight, who is just absolutely fantastic. He was he was on the Game Awards recently on like oh, a Gillette commercial. Oh, wow. And we have so many amazing people. Daniela Demon, who is honestly like a rap god and just a hilarious fun dude to be around. Skin teen, who is way funnier than I am. She does she doesn't use a camera either, but she's she's actually a cartoon. I know I've met her in real life. She's actually a cartoon. <laughs> um we have mike the bard who is an incredible musician by the way you wouldn't know with a name like mike the bard but he's an incredible musician i know it's weird but he's a really good musician He also does uh like role playing um and then we have the hunter wild who is probably the muskiest person on twitch (laughs) and um me yeah me i think i think i'm on the team as well yeah i think so (laughs) and what
1: made you put it together what was the where? how did it all start
0: uh, actually, bad news, Baron. Uh, Who's one of the the other broadcasters on it? That was the last one I was getting to. Uh, Baron uh, and DJ approached me, and I've been friends with them for a really long time. And at the time, I was on a different, like, professional broadcasting team. Mm-hmm. And they approached me, and they're like, "We really want you on our team." I was like, "Okay." <laughs> and so I ended up jumping on the team and uh, helping helping like form it and announce it and everything. And We've been doing waves and work ever since. And oh, it's wow. great. And I love how between eight of us broadcasters, I love how integrated our communities are. Mm-hmm. Like if I show up in any of their streams, yeah, I see like half the people in those channels are in my channel too. Yeah. So it's it's very much like a like our communities are so integrated oh, awesome. at this point.
1: Yeah, I had a uh, Mark Sherman a while ago, and talking about the the marksman and his team with Deadly yeah. and Katie and Pep and Monster D Face, and and you know talked about how the team for them was to be there for you know to vent to share ideas because their IRL friends have no idea some of the you know the pressure yeah. and and yeah. it's just really helpful from that aspect of things.
0: Yeah, we definitely we definitely vent to each other like about Twitch stuff, but for, for I think first and foremost we're like friends and yeah. and and a, honestly a business together like it, it, it's been one of the most enjoyable businesses i've run yeah. uh, for 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 anything so because it's just a bunch of friends who just we all want to do good yeah. on twitter oh excellent
1: cool so now shoes let's talk shoes for a minute oh I, my god okay so <laughs> you like the the wild shoes have you ever heard of john fluvog
0: Mm, oh
1: my God. Okay. So he is a <laughs> shoe of, designer okay, out of Vancouver. He has the wildest shoe. The colors just pop out. They're like, yeah, you've, you need I to know, check that. I'm
0: going to I'm have to grab one of these pairs and show okay, Let me you, grab one. All right. Let's, yes. Actually, okay. Here, I'll grab. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this is one that uh chat sent me. Yeah. And, this is an Alice in Wonderland heel. And it's very expensive shoe. <laughs> but I just want to point this one out. Oh my it god. is absolutely insane. <laughs> these are actual teacups on the front. It weighs a ton, by the way. Oh my um, god. But yes, actually wearable in my size, but they are incredible. Like, I'm uh, terrified to wear these, honestly. Oh god, but yeah. they are, they're, they're a statement piece, you know? Like, they're oh, yeah. so crazy. And I, so I collect, like, crazy shoes like this. Like, some of them, like, these right here yeah. are, like, they're so cool because they have a dragon on the front. Yeah. And I kind of want to do like a Daenerys cosplay and have dragons oh, on my yeah. feet. Yeah. yeah, that would be awesome. It <laughs> would be really cool. cool. Um, but yeah, I, I actually, I think I counted the other day. I think I'm over 200 pairs of shoes. And if you guys don't know what I mean, it's really a lot. So I have those shelves up there. <laughs> and I have 11 more of those shelves in my bedroom. Well, you know, <laughs> some people
1: are into cars.
0: Your your shoes. That's, you know, that's yeah, your advice. And vice. before anyone watches this, judges me on my collection. And it's a collection. Take a look at your Steam library and tell me how many of those games you've played. Okay? All right? No, don't know, judge me for my collection. I like collecting these.
1: <laughs> that is a, such a, uh, yep, a great counterpoint. Yep. Because there's probably 200 games in my Steam library. Yes, (laughs) that looks so cool. And then I got to. target.
0: The really interesting part is most of my shoes are not expensive. They're actually very cheap, and that's how I got my start on my collection. (laughs) Is I I I I like high heels. I like shoes. I like weird shoes and stuff like that. But I was um, I was like going to look for a pair of shoes, and I found this like website. And had really weird shoes. I was like, I would never wear <laughs> anything. But then I saw the prices, and they were like ten bucks, yeah. or five bucks, or twenty bucks. And I was like, mm, I can't not buy it for five bucks, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's the road I went down. Was. It's really on sale, and bought a lot because they're really on sale. And suddenly, I had like fifty pairs of shoes, and I was like, <laughs> "Crap!" And so, started using them as decoration, yeah. and then the collection grew. And then now, I have some really expensive ones that I'm like fond of, yeah. very much so. But for the most part, it, most of my shoes are less than like twenty bucks. Yeah, that's awesome. which is hilarious.
1: Well, everybody needs something, you know. Your shoes, some people's baseball cards, or, yeah. or yeah. Teacups, spoons whatever yeah some people collect farts it's weird (laughs) Um... (laughs) weird. (laughs) yeah on that note so after you hit the not go live button what do you do what are some of your things you enjoy so you're in the middle of you know you're working out fitness do you watch anything or there's you're just a constant go
0: go go person i would like to point out that i have five jobs (laughs) <laughs> so so know. Uh, the, the amount of free time that i have is very limited um i i very much enjoy cooking actually i like cooking yeah um, uh, so you can see my kitchen over here whatever but i i like cooking a lot i do um i haven't got to do a lot of it recently but i um I actually have been doing like the keto diet for a really long time so i made up like a whole bunch of like keto recipes and yeah. stuff that like that my chat is like, holy crap, this is so good. Oh, cool. So like, like a cheesecake milkshake that's keto friendly. Oh, and it's wow. delicious and it tastes just like cheesecake. Um, so I, I really enjoy cooking a lot. And uh, like I said, recently fitness. But for the most part, I, I work yeah. all the time. Like my dad <laughs> calls me. Like, he's like, what do you do? And I'm like, you Working. get one guess what I'm doing right now. <laughs> just yeah. one. Uh. He's like.
1: Well, Smashley, thank you so much for doing this. Thank I really appreciate it. But, uh, before you go, though, you know you have to shout out somebody in your circle that, you know, has a great story and should come on the pod.
0: Oh, crap. Wait. Oh, no. Wait. There <laughs> are really? Oh, OK. All right. Hold on. Hold on. Um, hmm. Who should come on your podcast? That's a, that's, that's a good question. That's a really good question. Hmm. I mean, you need to get Magpie. Honestly. I know I need. I'm you have to get Magpie. Her, I'm working on Magpie. Yes, absolutely. She started watching my stream and is now way bigger. than You have to. <laughs> we'll like you can her send her this clip it. and be like, Mags, like Smashy says Smash you need said, Smashy said, you have to get on here, and or you do have this. to
1: send your keyboard. She send her keyboard back. Yeah, she's gonna have to give it back. <laughs> so give me back the keyboard, Mags, or oh. or do the podcast. Make a choice. <laughs> there we go. Well, Smashy, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. It was wonderful Thanks to for meet you. Me.
0: Yeah, it was great meeting you.